You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's Rico Daily. I'm Ronnie Mola. About two months ago, Rico Daily produced a show following Texas's near ban on abortion. We discussed how the major tech companies that had been moving offices to the Lone Star State were now forced to reckon with their employees' opposition to the abortion ban. At the time, this was a Texas issue. But then... Tonight, the nation's highest court confirmed the authenticity of this leaked draft decision of a ruling that would overturn abortion precedent in this country. You can hear the protests behind me. The very real prospect of overturning Roe v. Wade has put abortion rights in peril in about half the states across the country. For corporations trying to keep their employees happy, their shareholders happy, and maintain a respected public image, this is no longer just a Texas problem. It's an America problem. And these companies feel the need to react in one way or another. After Texas passed that really restrictive abortion bill, companies were forced to take a stand, sort of say something. That's Todd Frankel, enterprise reporter for The Washington Post's financial desk. If this had happened 10 years ago, I don't think we would be talking about it at all. But, you know, now customers are paying attention, the public is paying attention, and so that's forcing companies to pay attention. How do these abortion bans affect business? You know, they affect the business environment. You know, companies make decisions about where to locate for all kinds of reasons, tax policy and climate and workforce. You know, you hear a lot of talk about workforce. But these little things matter, too. When the um, LGBTQ bans, um, not bans, but like the bathroom bill right. that happened in North Carolina, the trans bathroom bill, I think it was called, or these other things in Indiana where there was like a bill that might have made it easier to discriminate against LGBTQ people, companies push back because it's not good for business to have these sort of, you know, they're not like liberal policies, but they're, they're sort of like just welcoming. And, and so they don't affect the bottom line directly. Like Eli Lilly really opposed the movement in Indiana a couple of years ago um, on one of these LGBTQ policies. Um, and Eli Lilly doesn't have a reason to really take a stand except it's just bad for business. That's what they said, actually. It was kind of remarkable. You know, this is not good for our ability to sell pharmaceuticals, right? It's just hard to recruit and it doesn't make us look very nice and people aren't going to want to come here and to their great credit, you know, got rid of it. Okay. So they're saying it'll be harder to hire people here. This is a bad look. Right. And what are these companies offering now? What are they saying in light of the impending Supreme Court decision and in light of the law in Texas? The abortion ban in Texas was sort of like foreshadowing what everyone thinks is still going to happen with the Supreme Court. So the companies, after the leaked decision, really were reticent to say anything, right? They don't, it was a leaked decision. No one's exactly sure what it's going to say. So they were sort of allowed, got a pass on that and sort of taking a stand. But, you know, we have had these dress rehearsals, these dry runs with the state bans. Um, And so after Texas passed its uh, abortion ban, pretty much almost complete ban, companies like Apple and Citigroup said, we'll fly 
which is kind of crazy to think about. We will pay to fly our employees out of the state so they can get abortions someplace else. Okay, so they're not saying we're going to leave the state. They're saying we will pay for the employees to go somewhere else to get an abortion if they want that. Right. The Salesforce, which is a huge company itself and based in California, went a little bit further and said that they actually would relocate workers who felt uncomfortable being in Texas. Okay, so for the most part, companies are offering to pay for healthcare travel, but um, some companies are saying maybe we'll we'll get out of the state because of these laws. Well, we'll get the workers out of the state. No one's we'll actually workers, cut huh? ties with Texas yet over this. Yeah. Okay. So I have to wonder, like, how much of this, at least the pushback that you mentioned for the states, is sort of like actually going to do something or sort of a, a PR move. I spoke to the economist who brought together the amicus brief for the Supreme Court, and she was saying, you know, the vast majority of people in the states that may be affected, will be able to get abortions if they want to. They will you know, fly somewhere else. The estimates like three quarters of women in those states who want abortions will still get them. I have to wonder, you know, like if someone working at Apple is the demographic for this, like, does she need $4,000 from her company to fly somewhere else to get an abortion? Or is she going to tell her HR, like, I need to go get these health services? It just seems like it might be a little bit more like of a show than something that people are going to actually use at these companies. Yeah, that's a great point. Is the Apple executive making mid six figures? Cares about a few hundred dollars to leave the state. Exactly. So some of it is for show, but it is from a a liberal viewpoint. It's a show, but it's also sending a message to the other side, which businesses also have to worry about, the conservative side of folks. I mean, we shouldn't discount it too much because it's still sort of remarkable that a company is willing to say anything about the abortion debate. It also, I think, again, it speaks to the sort of business culture issues. Um, Do we want to operate in a state? It might not affect me directly, this law, but do we want to be here in this state where they don't allow abortions, where, you know, they don't recognize, you know, gay marriage was used to be a state-by-state issue, you know, and that was sort of a dividing line. And so it it all sort of adds up to these sort of business climate issues. And when you're making a pitch to an employee to come work for your company, um, and you're like, well, if you work here, you know, sort of this reputational damage you do. And I think those sort of more softer issues are, are what's at play here. But yes, anything that business says, you should look askance at. Right. You're saying it is remarkable that companies are doing or saying anything at all, but like kind of more obvious that they're not going to leave Austin because of this. No, I, I'd be stunned. You know, first one out the door, though, will set politicians worrying about that. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. You talk a lot in your article about who is putting pressure on these companies to take a stand. Do you want to walk us through that? Companies, again, are, are reticent to get involved in this. But some companies who have sort of staked their corporate reputations on sort of leading on these issues. One surprising company, I think, is Levi Strauss, the jeans company, (laughs) has a very strong corporate ethos on on sort of progressive issues. Uh, They're based in San Francisco, yes, but, you know, they're a jeans company. I think there was a study showing that Levi Strauss leaned, its customers leaned towards liberal politics and Wrangler leaned towards conservative politics. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we can divide the nation in so many Uh different ways, right? By jeans, sure. Exactly. But, you know, they were early on saying that they oppose this law. Beyond selling jeans in Texas, they don't have much of a presence there. Uh, Yelp was another company. Again, another company that has sort of been, you know, as these things have come up more and more, these issues, companies have sort of taken a chance to identify and sort of grow their businesses on this. So so was it the workers at these companies? Is it the shareholders? Is it the consumers who... It's actually the executives. You know, and it's good for business. 
And the pressure is starting to come from all quarters, though, not just led by these you know, corporations who've taken it upon themselves to do it. And, you know, what about the other side of the coin to this? You know, there are a lot of people who oppose abortion. Could this hurt them with conservatives? Yeah, I think they're worried about that. You think about a company like Hobby Lobby, which a few years ago made headlines when the Supreme Court said that they don't have to cover contraceptives for employees. And a lot of liberals were like, whoa, I'm not shopping. How much shopping do they do at Hobby Lobby? But I'm not shopping at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I'm going to boycott the place I never went to. Exactly. Or Chick-fil-A, right? Many showed up to back Dan Cathy, Chick-fil-A's president and COO. He ignited a firestorm back in June when he spoke out against same-sex marriage. It's a worry, and there will be blowback. You know, Disney. When our annual passes expired in February, we did not renew them because of our displeasure with the way Disney has gone overall on all their wokeness. And so... It's really interesting to see how companies feel like they need to take a stand and they know there's going to be blowback. They want to sell to everybody, but some things are more important than that. You know, you have these companies taking these unprecedented moves, taking a stance on abortion. Does this like move the needle at all? Does this change anything about abortion law or like, does this do anything? I mean, cynically, no, but practically, you know, the silence would be worse. You know, the idea that companies are being asked about this, that their employees are asking the corporate executives about this, that shareholders are asking about these questions. You know, there's proposals out there to make companies take a stand or to at least acknowledge that there's a cost to, you know, what policies they do have. That, that this is part of the conversation means that things are moving in an interesting direction. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, corporations are corporations, so we shouldn't expect too much. You have this great quote in your article from someone that says, uh, they're looking to corporations as one of the last lines to defend democracy. Yes. And I just was like, oh man, where are we? <laughs> yes, where are we? Yeah. It is interesting because they want to do business. There's certain things that might be good for us and for business. And where those interests meet can be beneficial. Todd, thank you so much. Oh yeah, thank you. This episode was produced and engineered by John Ahrens. I'm Ronnie Mola. Thanks for listening. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.